Hello and welcome to Two Player Bros with Mike and Dave. Today we're talking about announcements, basically. This is the summer of gaming, quote unquote, and the PlayStation 5 reveal event happened. And then EA dropped a hint of what's to come in their EA EA Live or EA Play? EA Play. Is EA what Play, they call it, yeah. So we got a lot of news to talk about today. A lot you of look, things to go over. You look nervous, Mike. What's going on over there? I'm nervous every time we do this fucking <laughs> intro because you always say do it wrong and I have to redo it. You have you have conditioned me to be very nervous about talking about two player bros at the beginning. You did a great job. You didn't call it a new episode. <laughs> it took a lot. It took a lot of effort, Dave. It took a lot of effort. I think the big thing is me changing the di- the dynamic of our podcast because I'm sitting up staring you in the eyes. Right I don't now. like this. <laughs> sitting right across from me, judging. When you're lying down, you're not in a position of power. <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so Dave, I, I think obviously we got more to talk about the PlayStation 5 event. How do you want to do it? Do you want to do it in the list they were announced? I've got that list, but you have it in less listed ranked. So Mike, I, I think maybe your ranked list works Mike, better. Mike, this show has segments. Okay. Every episode starts with a post-post game. <laughs> post, okay. So you want to bring anything else up that you didn't bring up last episode? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh no so last week we did mortal Kombat. yep in our post post game where we talk about post game the week after post game <laughs> <laughs> they're called crushing blows it was really bothering me that i couldn't think of oh the name that's of, the name of it like the moves where you hit them and they you see their bones crunch and stuff it's crushing, crushing blows. That makes sense because you're crushing it's really bothering me that i couldn't think of it last episode that's literally all i had it was just really bothering me for like three days so all right, before we get into PS5 reveals, do we want to talk about anything else? Do you have any other news on the table? The only other reviews or uh, news that I have other than the game announcements is the big news that I guess since AT&T bought Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers owns NetherRealm Studios, Warner Brothers Interactive and Rocksteady Games along with DC Comics. Oh, and WB Montreal is just like shit. We don't talk about them. I thought they were WB Entertainment. Are, th- are there two WB game companies? WB Montreal is definitely the studio that made origins right um, maybe that's what i'm talking about warner brothers entertainment i don't know uh, who, whatever warner brothers right whoever the hell you're talking about that might be what <laughs> that just might be the other name for them but so they're getting rid of montreal who makes lego games traveler's tale Something. traveler's tales yeah so that's sent out for somebody else to do really. lego games are definitely made by warner brothers so. warner brothers under under that umbrella but yeah it's done by traveler's tales the developer Rock, look it up rack <laughs> Who wants Traveler's Tales? I mean, they only do Lego games. There's no way that Lego's outsourcing that Lego is outsourcing all of their games. They do so many Lego games. All by this one company. It has to be in-house. Has to be. It's a subsidiary of TT Games. Nope. Their parent company is TT Games. They are their own thing. Who are TT Games? <laughs> oh shit, Dave Cannon. You win. It is it is owned. TT Games is owned by Warner Brothers. That's right. We go all the way to the top. But I guess they're not being. Who owns Warner Brothers? AT&T. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess uh, there was nothing about them trying to sell off TT Games. Probably because the Lego games make so much fucking money. But again, if they're selling, if Warner Brothers is selling their game division, TT is going with them. It's it's all part of their game yeah. division. It's it's just really surprising. I know AT&T, when they bought Warner Brothers, immediately basically went into debt. And so I have to pay a lot of that back. There's a lot of rumors they're just going to sell DC Comics as well to the highest bidder. So this is kind of the first step in that. But I'm really surprised. Like NetherRealm Studios, we just talked about Aftermath came out. Mortal Kombat 11 is their highest selling video game of all time. And they have a movie coming out for Mortal Kombat coming out, I believe, summer 2021. And just to get rid of that whole franchise, I think like I feel like that's a moneymaker for them that's going to keep making money. 
I can see maybe getting rid of Rocksteady, although you're going to run into Marvel probably picking them up and going, we'll make Marvel games. And Rocksteady being like, all right, we don't have to make Batman games anymore. It's just a really surprising move to me I wanted to bring up. Um, you know, it's it's crazy. It's weird to think about, but I can't even wrap my head around it. Like, it's too big of big. a thing, you know? Like, they're one of, like, the, what, maybe four pillars? Five? EA, Ubisoft, Activision, Take Two, and them? The Warner Brothers, because they just have everything? Or are you talking about NetherRealm? I'm talking about Warner Brothers, just like the Oh, yeah, because they have so many stuff. Yeah. Those those are like the the big ones. I don't know. I don't don't think I'm missing anyone. In terms of studios, they've been like, they own what's great about, I I imagine, from a business aspect, is they own their own product. We've got these franchises built into everything that we have. We have Lord of the Rings. We have Batman. We have Superman. We have all the DC heroes. We have, I guess, Lego games in some format. Although they don't just dismiss Lego games. Well, I just mean that, you know, they make Star Wars games. Some of that money's probably going to Disney and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, but of course. Well, I'm sure they just license the characters. It's just. And Mortal Kombat is just such a big one. It's just getting rid of these franchises just seems that, again, I'm not a big it's hard to wrap your head around. I'm not a big business guy, but it's like. I know you'll probably get a lot of heavy bidders for these, but that's getting rid of what I think is a lot of money in your pocket already, like something that can make you money. I'm just trying to think of like where they would go you know like is ea gonna buy nether realm do they have to sell it all is all one division is it just gonna become thq nordic slash wb <laughs> no i think they're selling them off part partial part and parcel i think but i can see ea getting another I mean, well, it's all speculation you have, yeah. no, you have no idea if they're selling them piece, piecemealer that's as true a yeah what, what the fuck do you know mike i don't know i just think i i had read something where on ign where they speculated that maybe Xbox would want Rocksteady because Xbox has been trying to buy singular game developers to bolster their image. Because as we've talked about before, you know, we love Xbox, but franchise wise, it's it's a fucking tumbleweed. Going it's a wasteland. A, yeah, it's nothing. I had it's to, Master Chief going, where's the party? At? In our last episode, I had to go back three generations to pick a character that I wanted. <laughs> um, so I can see that maybe doing that. I, you know, I can see Disney buying Rocksteady 2 and just saying, you made Batman games great. Make us a great Iron Man game or a great Hulk game or something that we own. I mean, Rocksteady hasn't had a game come out in six years, seven years. Yeah, it's been a while because they keep saying, oh, we're working on it. It's like they must be doing something. They must have a game pretty close to being ready, even though it is weird they haven't announced anything. Yeah. Well, there's that Harry Potter game that everyone's been waiting to hear who's developing it where they leaked footage of it. But Rocksteady already said that's not us. They've also said they're not doing Batman, haven't they? They said we're not doing another Batman game, which is true because Montreal's doing the Batman game. And then they said they definitely aren't doing a Superman game, even though everything points to them doing a Superman game. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, it is interesting. That'd be that'd be crazy if like if an Xbox just bought NetherRealm or just bought Rocksteady and had Ooh. Mortal Kombat as an exclusive to the Xbox. I feel like last generation... Street Fighter was exclusive to PlayStation for a while, right? Yeah, but that was a singular. That wasn't like, hey, we're selling the franchise. That was just like, hey, one game. No, one no, I, I know, but still, like that, I'm sure that was a huge selling point for someone. And that's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. Like, that would be huge for Xbox. Yeah. But then Microsoft would probably then buy just, oh, now we exclusively have Street Fighter, Soul Calibur, Tekken. You can't have that. Probably a Japanese company would probably be easier. Like, probably I Tekken or something. I don't think Sony has money like that. I mean, when we think about it, like as a, as a game developer, yeah. 
they kicked ass this generation. But Sony as yeah. a company is kind of a shit company. Like, <laughs> you know, the huge Sony, not not PlayStation. PlayStation, yeah. So I don't think they're gonna get what four or five billion dollars to to buy up WB. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm saying I Microsoft would probably just honestly buy all, all of them. <laughs> I don't know if they should, but that was a big part of their reveal. Was it last year or two years ago where they listed the tons and tons of companies they had bought and they like listed them on the screen? Yeah, they own quite a few companies now, quite a few studios. I think like 16 of them total are somewhere between 14 to 16. That's why I'm kind of excited, although they didn't show much. We talked about how the gameplay reveal for the last one was kind of disappointing. Their Xbox Studios exclusive conference, which is going to happen sometime in July, right? They said we would see them again in July. Yeah. At so, the end of the gameplay one that we saw. I'm pretty excited about that because we haven't seen a lot of a lot of those companies have been working on. So that could be a really exciting conference. Yeah. I mean, we know Halo. We know Hellblade 2. And I think that's it for Microsoft first. I mean, obviously, you can you can surmise that there's a Forza 6. Yep. And that's all I know about. You know, the initiative is their newest studio that they spun up where they're trying to make like a, it sounds like they're trying to make like an uncharted rival, a game of that scope. You know, like they want it to be Microsoft's naughty dog is what they aspiration for the company is. So that'd be cool. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I mean, they, we'll find out. They let us down last gen. So let's see. <laughs> Can't wait to play Scalebound. Is that coming out anytime soon? <laughs> I believe that the guy who developed Scalebound is getting permission to maybe remake the game on Switch. Really? Yeah. I talked about that in an episode last year where he said there's there's talks now in Microsoft because it gave up and he's making a new game for Microsoft that his relationship is good enough where they might let him bring it to switch. What did he make? Like fucking bleeding edge? <laughs> no, I can't remember. I don't think it's out yet. I think it'll be something that they show more of in the, the gameplay this year. Okay. Because <laughs> if, if it was bleeding edge, they're not going to give him scale down. Oh, man, they put so much work into bleeding edge. Get Game Pass, get Bleeding Edge. I don't think they put much work into it. I think yeah. when they bought Platinum, it was already pretty much done. And they're like, all right, well, screw that. I wanted to talk briefly about Destiny Beyond Light coming out, but we'll we'll skip that for another time. There's no... Let's just get to the PS5 reveals. Okay. You want to do it in order of... Let's do it in order of your ranking. I think that was more fun. Okay. So yeah, we had our PS5 reveal. They showed, what, 26 games you said it was? 20. I haven't actually counted how many are on my list here. 26 games and a system. <laughs> and a system and accessories. That's true, but no prices yet. No prices. Um, all right. So let's do them in the order of my list here. We saw, and actually you don't know the order of my list. So I is, don't. This I'm is going to be exciting yeah. too. Uh, the game I'm least excited for that we saw. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of people's number one most excited game. That's what's so great about the list we're about to go through was NBA 2K. Just, I don't care about NBA games in general. They've been always my least favorite sports games. They're the ones that work best as arcade games. Yeah, for sure. So I'm I'm never a huge basketball sim fan. And all this was was a cinematic and it looked really good, but it didn't really show us anything about NBA 2K. So I was kind of meh on it. I I thought was impressed by the graphics because they say actual gameplay footage, but it's so heavily edited it's and it, in the lighting. Does it say actual gameplay or is it? It says in game actual in-game footage. But that, again, doesn't mean it's in-game. It's like in-game engine. Yeah, probably. You don't have an audience behind you. You don't have all the players. It's a zoomed no, I mean, in. The lighting's tweaked. It's the same kind of thing that Xbox well, got in trouble for their their thing. And it's just like, why would you don't announce there's gameplay footage on the bottom? 
100% that is in engine, not yeah. game. If that's the actual gameplay, if you put this was just one guy. Now all of a sudden you want it. <laughs> one guy playing basketball in the dark. <laughs> if you, you put nine other guys on the on the court with him and it still looks like that. Sure, I'll be excited <laughs> yeah. for it, but that that's not what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. All right, we got a lot of stuff to cover, so let's move on here. Next game on the list. Again, this is for a lot of people. This is a system seller. It's going to be number one on a lot of people's lists. Uh, Gran Turismo. I just have no interest. Gran Turismo 2, like way back on PS1, mm-hmm. I was super into for some reason. Don't know why 11-year-old Dave vibed with it as hard <laughs> as he did. Um, but since then, I haven't really been into any racing games. And this one's just not for me. It was just, you drive on a track, you go left. Not to, dis- <laughs> not to discredit anything. But. I liked 3 on PS2 a lot. That was like, a whoa, this game looks amazing. But since then, there are so many racing games that are just like racing games always look really nice that it was tough for me to go those windows door that's in a mirror truck and the mirrors open up and you see the car as it's like it didn't look any better than any other racing game that i've seen yeah all right moving on unless you have any more about it that's it uh again the next one on my list might be somebody's number one uh gta 5 is coming to ps5 and assumedly xbox one as well xbox one x yeah i mean i love gta 5 i've beat the game twice like i've put tons of hours in the gta but I did it on 360. I did it on Xbox One. I'm not doing it again. Um, <laughs> but for the people that love GTA Online, it's actually going to be free for all PS5 mm-hmm. uh, players, which is cool. I'm curious if it's going to go free to play over on Xbox One X as well. Uh, and that's just exciting stuff, even if I'm not particularly excited for it. I'm excited for what it does for the industry, though, Mike. <laughs> Next up, this one's probably going to be low on most people's lists <laughs> because it's not Twisted Metal. It is uh, Destruction All-Stars. Did you see this one? Yeah, boo. I want Twisted Metal. Right? Like, I don't get why you do like a Demolition Derby style game and just not make it Twisted Metal. I forgot about Twisted Metal until I saw this trailer and then I got real mad. I wasn't real mad. I'm not going to be. I'm not going with you that far, but I was just unimpressed by it. I was. It seems sort of interesting. There's people just running around on the uh, track as well. I'm guessing if your car blows up, you can still run around for a while. Is that what it is? I think it's cars versus people. I think it's, hey, don't get hit. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, I don't know much about it, but it just didn't look that great. What's the game where they're driving the car around with the ball that everybody loves now that's big online? I want to say Rocket Rocket Ball. Rocket. Come on. Shit. If you want to have a video game podcast, <laughs> you need to know like the one of the top five biggest video games. Rocket. Or top 10. I don't know. Rocket League. something. Rocket League. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, there aren't there aren't many games bigger than Rocket League. Yeah, it shows you how much I play Rocket League. What's the game with the I've actually never played it? I just know it exists and I, I know everything about it. <laughs> I played one round. Uh, my brother gave me the game going, This is the best game mm-hmm. ever. But it looks like Rocket League where your ball is a person that you can't you're supposed to run over. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. That is, that seems like such a stretch, but <laughs> but sure, we'll go with it. You ready for my next one? I'm ready. Again, this is going to be a lot of people. This is again how good the conference was because the games I'm listing here are just ones that I know that I particularly don't care about, but a lot of people are probably killing for these games. Um, Resident Evil 8 Village. Oh, I'm super pumped for this. I'm sure you are. I mean, if you've listened to our Resident Evil episode, you know it's just not, not a franchise for me. I have really no interest in playing it, but it looks pretty cool. If you want to talk about it for a few minutes or a few, we'll give you 
45 seconds. <laughs> Go for it. So it's really, this is really high up on mine and, and everything that the rumors online were talking about this game being announced were whoa, true. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know I said 45 seconds, but slow it down, baby. <laughs> Enjoy the moment. So it's got werewolves and witches and all this weird stuff that Resident Evil 7 started to kind of do of turn this these weird kind of paranormal, almost X-Files type episodes into, hey, the Umbrella Corporation has something to do with these mythological folklore fairy tale type things now and i think that's a cool twist to start introducing that and you get a european town and it almost doesn't look like resident evil uh but i'm I'm really excited about it i thought the last resident evil 7 was fantastic i love the remakes and they should keep doing the remakes but this other direction it's going as well i love it cool next up is another game that you're probably excited for but it's a franchise that i have no interest in don't know me I mean, I know that you love the previous games, or at least one of them. Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm. Oh, I want to. Yeah, I want to play this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Oddworld franchise just never grabbed me. I, I think it was Munch's Odyssey. Is that a game? Munch's Odyssey is one of them. That's the second one, I believe. And then there's Abe's Odyssey. Those are like 2D side scroller esque mm-hmm. games. Yep. I was shocked to find out that there was also a first-person shooter Oddworld game. My father loved that game, actually. I had no idea until I saw it on Xbox One just recently it's, as a downloadable title. <laughs> it's really fun. If you had played it back in the day when it came out, you'd have really liked it. Now it's probably super dated. Mm. Um, so this is Oddworld Soulstorm. You said you're excited, so this is up to you. Tell us about it. There's not much to say. It just looks like a continuation of before. I really enjoyed the remake that I think I have on Xbox. I might have it on PlayStation as well. Just one of them was free. But it's just a a better version of the original games. It's side-scrolling action, and the puzzle is don't kill your friends. And all your friends and people are following you, and you got to find out how to get them across the exit line without squishing them all. But it's done really funny, really tongue-in-cheek. Kind of for kids, but really more for adults because there is some adult humor in it. And I just really enjoy the games. And I believe this is supposed to be the last one in the Odd World trilogy. So other games will take place in the same world, but this is the last Abe game, which I'm excited for. Cool. So this ends the bottom of my list. Those are the games I'm the least excited for, right? Okay, okay. It's really hard to get these games in order. I I did my best to put them in the order of my excitement. But the next, like, five or six games are the middle of the pack. Um, But next on my list was Stray. The uh, This is the game where it's just, I don't really know. I think you're just a cat and you're just chilling in a city. I know Elise watched the trailer and she got real excited about this. Okay. See, there's a game for everybody. I think the graphic graphically it looks really cool. What but yeah, you, like you said, what are you doing? What, what is the game? What are you doing this game? You're just moving around as a cat? I mean, I dig it. But for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, my notes for this game are cats, exclamation point. Cool name, cool logo, no real context. I don't really know what's going on, but the logo looked pretty cool. The only thing I'll say about this game that hopefully someone listening can explain to me, or maybe you can. Did I not see a trailer that was basically or maybe a graphic engine showcase that was basically this trailer like two or three years ago? This exact same thing? Uh, Not that I recall, but it's possible. I got such deja vu watching this trailer and I haven't been able to find like something that proves to me that, yes, I did indeed see this. But I swear there was a glitch in the Matrix or something because I saw this before. Um... Maybe not quite exactly, but pretty much the same thing. I could be wrong, but man, did it give me deja vu. There was a game at PAX where I think you were a fox doing similar things. No, that game is out for Switch now, which is not what I'm thinking of. 
Okay. This uh, game wasn't gameplay. It was just a trailer that I saw. I'll gotcha. figure it out. Uh, next up is Solar Ash. This was the spiritual successor to Hyperlight Drifter, which I couldn't get into. I heard it gets really good after the first 30 minutes. I gave it about 25. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there might be a lot more out there for me, but I haven't uh, haven't gotten to it yet. Did you play Hyperlight Drifter? No, I know, of it, but I never played it. And to be honest, this game was really low on. This would have been my third tier list kind of thing. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. The, uh, the art style is really cool. The only way I know how to explain it would be kind of Hyperlight Drifter-esque. So <laughs> maybe you've played that. But I like the way she kind of like skates on the ground. It, it looked interesting. I'm excited for it. Again, this is the middle of the pack, so it's very possible I will never play this game. But also, I kind of want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing for you, though? Nothing for me. This really, this was one of my bottom. This was probably, this would be set, probably second from the bottom of my list. Maybe third from the bottom of my list. Wow. Low on the list. This is low for me. Uh, next up, we have Returnal. What do you got? Returnal Returnal might be high on my list, but here's my thing on Returnal. We didn't really have them before, but it seems like now all of a sudden everybody wants to be a Groundhog Day type game where you're going to wake up, start the day over, start again, do it over, which I'm okay with, but I don't want to be flooded with these concepts in terms of game-wise. It's cool to do them, but there's another game on this, this list as well that I'm really excited for that does a similar thing. And if the story's good, I'm down. But the story, I, I just don't know about it. It looks cool. Yeah, it looks interesting. I really like Housemark. I think they've made some really cool arcade games. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that this is, looks more like it's trying to be more of like a triple A title. Yeah. But they did, you know, Resogun and uh, is it Into the Outlands or Outlands or Outlander? Something to that effect. I think Outlands is a game. Yeah. Outlands, <laughs> yeah. Um, I like both of those games quite a bit. So they know what they're doing but I'm not really sure about this one. It's like, at least it's kind of Groundhog's Day-ish, kind of like control vibes. Um, yeah, very much control vibes. This, so I, this game could go either way. It looks like a cool game, but... I'm more interested in just on the prestige of Housemark than I am what I actually saw, mm -hmm. just because I, I am a fan of things that they've done previously. So fingers crossed. Next up, I'm actually not sure where this one's going to land for you. Um, Hitman. How you feeling, baby? I, it's tough because I, I understand. I think it's really cool the way that I've done the new Hitman trilogy with the buy and piece by piece, but it really stops me from getting them. And I'm a person who have bought like all the Hitmans that have come out before. Hitman trilogy? The Yeah, Hitman, this, Hitman, Hitman 2, and then this one are part of the Hitman trilogy of... They had a specific name for it in an article. I don't remember the name of they're calling it. The, the trilogy has a name. And I think it's based on the bad guy company that they're okay, fighting. So the barcode in this is supposed to be a three. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. I, I was like, oh, Hitman three. There's definitely more than three. <laughs> yeah. There's already been a Hitman three. I think it had a tagline at the end of it, but there's been a Hitman. Yeah. That's what I wanted to ask. I wasn't sure if like they did like Hitman one, Hitman two, and then started going to number, going to different like subtitles and stuff. I think they did one, two, three, and then subtitles. But gotcha. I think two and three also had a subtitle. Gotcha. So now this is three. I mean, it looks cool. I like the Dubai look to everything. And I love, I've played a little bit of one and two from this series in terms of getting a couple of the free levels or buying, I think I bought one beach level. Oh yeah. the You're talking about the episodic games. Yeah. So they're all the episodic trilogy. I games. didn't realize that there were 
that many episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, they each have like a is bunch. It, I thought it was Hitman episode one, Hitman episode two, and then I thought this might be the third one. Oh no, each each one has a bunch of episodes that you can get. Oh, I and they're know. all they're all pay for. I mean, Xbox has put them out for free and PlayStation at different points in times. But I think that kind of slows me down from wanting to play them. I want to play them all as bulk. There's way too many games out there to keep playing Hitman piecemeal because I'm not maybe the biggest fan, although I love Hitman. This looks really cool. I'm very excited for it. If the first level is free, I'll probably get that and then just not buy the rest of the pack because it's tough to keep up with a game like that. Yeah. This this one seemed like it was more like narrative focused. Do you think it's going to be episodic as well it's i think it's still going to be episodic because the last ones were two put more of an emphasis on story than the first one did mm. but it was still kind of loosey-goosey because the amount of freedom you get in these games if you thought one and two had a lot of freedom they just ran with it now because there's a lot of complaints on contracts i think it was where it was basically video game levels it was very straightforward all narrative so during this new trilogy it's been all about free form yeah so the story's yeah, been... I remember yeah. I played like half of Contracts before I backed out because it was very On tight. the same way, yeah. yeah. Like I got my my dual pistols, I think. Mm-hmm. Right about then is where I dropped off. I think you get dual pistols like halfway through the game. Yeah, every other level was like basically on rails and then you get this semi-open world, which really wasn't what Hitman was all about. Yeah, I, I played one of the episodic ones, at least the first episode of it, and I ended up buying the rest of the episodes in advance because I was excited for them, but I just never circled back. Yeah, some of them are really fun. They're just huge. Yeah. Um. So yeah, hopefully that one's good. This one next on our list, you're probably more excited for it than I am. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. No, didn't do anything for you. It. I'll tell you, this did more for me than the E3 announcement about it. I was actually more excited about it. After the Bethesda conference. Really? Yeah. This one, I don't know. See, this is weird to me because you really liked that Japanese game where it was all the plant people and it was really anime that take place in that future. Hell yeah, I did. And I think maybe you don't like this game for the same reason that I don't like that game. I think this looks a little more grounded than I was. I was expecting more of those plant-based weirdness and it seems a little more grounded than that, but still a little out there. Well, this one definitely looks more well maybe i'm just reading too much into it but tango games did uh the evil within right mm-hmm. there so this- oh, the, the director did yeah was it actually tango games oh i now i don't know either way people who worked on evil within are in it yeah yeah the you- creator is definitely in now it. you got me on the fence i gotta look at tango <laughs> games i like our new setup here where i can just start googling things mid <laughs> mid podcast um, yeah they did Oh, it is the whole thing. Okay. They did Evil Within 1 and 2. 65 employees founded 2012. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No. Um, March 1st, 2010. <laughs> the number of employees was 65 in Ooh. 2012. <laughs> Cut all that out. It's nonsense. Of course. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to hear these episodes before you edit them. <laughs> uh, so I, Evil Within was okay. I didn't think it was the best horror game. You know, obviously I don't like horror games to begin with. Right. I didn't think it was super scary though. I just thought it was kind of, it's a weird thing to say and it feels a little like bougie, but it just <laughs> felt really uninspired. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the bougiest thing I've heard <laughs> you talk about. <laughs> um, I heard evil within two fixed like everything wrong with the evil within one, but I just never circled back to it. 
when I saw this at the Bethesda conference, I loved like just like the dreary Tokyo vibe. And then like they had the umbrellas or whatever in the trailer. And I was mm-hmm. like, this looks cool. Now that we've actually seen it and we see like the first person perspective and. Is it first person? Yeah. I just assumed that. She got, it, you see her hands whipping around doing like spells and shit. Okay. And Cause I, I was just looking at like the monsters and stuff like that. I thought it was just a camera zipping through the. No, no. I, like, I didn't notice the hand There's part. some sort of like your character definitely has like superpowers or, yeah, or yeah, some yeah. sort of powers and stuff. And it just seemed really strange to try to catch like a horror vibe, but also like your character's not very weak. Like it, it, there seemed like a big contrast there that I wasn't quite getting. I was kind of digging it because it wasn't quite a horror game, but it had spooky elements, but it was really more like that Tokyo punk cyber, not cyberpunk, but that Tokyo cyber kind of cool, sleek vibe. And I really like the idea of they didn't announce it, but it looks almost like an open world Tokyo. And I'm so sick of New York. They, I'm, I'm really cool if it's an open world Tokyo. They made it sound like that somewhere that it was a great like realization of Tokyo. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was in this conference or if it was an interview, in an interview yeah. I read or something, but they did talk about trying to realize Tokyo in a game. So it, it's possible it's kind of open worldish, but I don't know. That actually makes me like it even less if it is. <laughs> <laughs> Next up on my list. Wow. Um, I don't know anything about this game. I actually already asked you about it earlier. Pragmata is the next game on my list. Can you put it that far up on your list? I guess it shows you how little I cared about the games previously listed. <laughs> oh, Pragmata is the Capcom game that looks like you're the big fat astronaut guy. It didn't really show any game, but it was all the cinema sequence. Oh, He's no. in New York. Yeah, yeah. It's. I think it's made by the Dead Space guy. It looks really cool. It looks like it looks like Death Stranding. I wasn't a big fan of the trailer. I thought it looked cool. I don't really remember anything about it other than the fact that he had like that. I'm going to keep saying Dead Space, Dead Space style <laughs> outfit. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's made by the guy that made it Dead is Space. the Dead Space guys game. Yeah. yeah, it just didn't show up much, much, most of the game. And I wasn't a big fan of the fact that he was in this fake Earth kind of thing uh, with the the hologram. I just wasn't buying into the the. Okay. The kitsch, I guess. Uh, for but, and also, I think that the fact that you forgot it means that you weren't as excited as you think you were. Well, <laughs> for me, it's another one where it's really just the prestige of the guy that's making it that has me interested. I know you really like Dead Space. Because I, I think Dead Space, the first Dead Space at least, is... Wait, give me a second before I make a big statement. You know, I, you know, I do this sometimes. Well, you don't. I think, I think I know what you're going to say, and you don't have a lot of ones that you really like, so you can make it your statement let me just make sure because <laughs> i also really liked condemned um yeah no dead space is is my favorite horror game yeah followed by condemned i really like condemned condemned doesn't get enough credit i don't think so yeah i'm i'm definitely gonna check that one out unless it gets like you know even if it gets torched in reviews i'm gonna check that one out <laughs> <laughs> i need i need some gameplay first i wasn't sold on the gimmicky trailer Okay, we have one more in the middle here, and then the rest are the ones that I'm all actually pretty excited for, um, or at least more excited for. <laughs> Next up, Astrobot. How do you feel about Astrobot? Do you have a connection with Astrobot? I don't think you do. I have no connection to Astrobot. I know Astrobot VR is supposed to be really great, but I don't have the uh, the PSVR. Um, so it's right there in the middle. Don't really care. I don't even remember any of the trailer at this point. 
I also don't remember the trailer. I remember it was announced <laughs> and I was like, all right. Yeah, I don't. That's toward the bottom of my list, not because I didn't think it looked interesting, but just because I don't care. It must have looked interesting <laughs> for me to put it above Pragmata, which I also forgot about, <laughs> and Hitman. Because both of those games, I'm actually fairly excited for, kind of. <laughs> uh, so it must look good. Check out the trailer, guys. Look it up. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, he's cute. He's adorable. That's all I got. Um, all right. Next, what are the games that I'm actually like excited for? Um, Ooh. What's interesting is a lot of these games you're apparently excited for are going to be bottom of my list games because we haven't you haven't said the number one my number one least favorite game yet. Um, I have a feeling I know which one it is because you're anti bougie, <laughs> uh, but we'll get there. <laughs> uh. Next on the list for me, though, is Little Devil Inside. Little Devil Inside. I know you had some thoughts. Is my probably my number one game. Oh, on okay. My list. I think this game looks absolutely phenomenal. I, I dig the art style. I dug that kind of dry British humor that's in the game. The creatures were really cool. It looks like like a Monster Hunter, but for kids, like in like a paper mache kind of form. I guess. I don't know. Like, Sometimes when I talk to you about games, like I'm like, I just think, was I not looking at this right? <laughs> or is Mike drunk? <laughs> like, like I can't, I can't tell. Cause it looks like when you, it looks like you go back to the mansion, maybe as your hub or something. And that kind of looks 2d, but the open worldness of the game almost looks monster hunterish in some parts. So do you not, again, this is just my weird. No one's talking about the game. So what I assumed that you were playing like a story from two separate perspectives. Mm. You're thinking that. I'm thinking the old man sends the, the kid old... out to go kill the monsters. <laughs> okay. Maybe I assumed that like all the monster stuff was a dream he was having when he was sleeping or something, but I just also assumed that it was going to be like a mansion, like a story of him in the mansion and then a story outside in the world. Well, he drags one of the monsters in to, into the mansion in one of the scenes. Maybe. But yeah, maybe he's imagining it and the old guy just doesn't want to hear about it. I don't know. No, I don't know. Either way, it looks cool. I, I think it looks absolutely fantastic. This is what happens when me specifically with my short attention span uh, <laughs> tries to watch 30 seconds of footage. <laughs> I space on some stuff. But yeah, no, it, it looked exciting. Um, if it's your number one game, if you want to talk more about it, you're welcome to. No, I mean, that's that's about it. That's all I got. I know it's got some controversy about one of the character designs, but I don't think that should stop anybody from thinking the game looks good. I don't think there was any ill will or harm toward anybody meant in terms of the character design. And I know they're going to fix that. I think you should definitely check this game out if you missed the conference or if you just didn't care about that because it wasn't a big name title. I think this one to look for because I think the gameplay looks cool from what you see and the art style is just phenomenal to me. Cool. Uh, next up on my list, now that I'm looking at it back to back, it probably should have gone um, below Little Devil Inside, but here it is. Uh, Demon Souls, the remake of Demon Souls. Uh, any interest? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously Demon Soul is the is the precursor to uh, Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. Which I do like. Dark Souls isn't a really big game for me. Like I've we've talked about it before. I've tried to get into them. I can't really get into them. Mm -hmm. So I'm not actually that excited for Demon's Soul, Souls, 
uh, it's hard to say demons souls. It's too demons many S's. souls. Demons souls. It's too many S's. <laughs> uh, either demon souls or demons soul. That's it. That's all I can do. That's all I can do for you. <laughs> See, I don't really care about the game specifically, but as someone who really, really fell in love with Sekiro over the past couple weeks, I am curious how like post Sekiro Dave would handle playing a game like Dark Souls or in this case Demon Souls. So I'll check it out, but is it yeah. going to be did they say if it's going to be kind of new gameplay I, added to it or is it sure just really the old game? I'm pretty sure it's rebuilt from the ground up. Okay. So it's it should feel like a fresh experience. That's cool. At least that's what I got the impression of and I I think Blue Point's been working on it for a long time. It's been rumored that it's been being worked on for a yes. long time, so. Next up, oof. Again, it's hard to rank games here <laughs> because I'm saying this one now, but it should be higher up on the list. I shouldn't be saying this one yet. Uh, Sackboy, a big adventure. I am. I'm so into this game. I love Sackboy. I'm I'm cool with this. See, I don't care about Sackboy, the character at all. I don't have any real attachment to little big planet, mm-hmm. but one of my favorite gaming experiences in like the last 10 years was just hanging out playing uh super mario 3d world with you yep. up here and this look literally looks like playstation's answer to a super mario 3d world like it looks absolutely it yep. looks so much fun the characters don't look all that charming honestly like i don't care about Sackboy. boy oh sack boy's adorable sorry. he gets so many outfits though <laughs> you can make him adorable <laughs> it's true uh but no i'm i'm absolutely excited to to jump into that one with you it's interesting that that was your impression of Sackboy, because a lot of times, like you said, we were watching two different trailers almost. That was the exact impression I got from Sackboy. And it's the first time I thought Xbox or PlayStation had a response to Nintendo. Because yeah. right now, Nintendo's in a league of its own. Like, hey, this is our stuff. We're good at it. And this finally went like, well, we can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I hope they do it well. It's not Media Molecule, right? They've been working on Dreams. So This they- is Sumo Digital. Sumo? Okay. Fingers crossed that it's as good as it looks because I am right now. I'm really hyped for that one. I will say they they did Little Big Planet Racing, which was seemed like just a cash grab. A, a fantastic kart racer. No, Little Big Planet Racing is great. Yeah, yeah. I, I oh, you know what? I'm not sure if I played that one or if I played Mod Nation Racers. Ooh, I did not play Mod Nation Racers. All right, I don't know which one I played, but either way, both of them were fun games. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next up on my list should be lower. It should this one probably should be back down uh, below uh, Demon Souls or right around Demon Souls is Project Athia. Um, this is the one with like, how would you describe the visuals of this game? You're looking it up right now. You don't remember. <laughs> I get I get that one and another one that is not the same place on my list. It's kind of like it's just a quick cinematic. It's kind of like set at dusk there's a dragon uh there's a girl that looks like she's from like the unreal engine that we saw recently <laughs> yeah that's that was my first thought was oh it's the unreal en- engine game put into an actual game i think it looks really good the jumping looked really nice i, I thought the platforming looked cool where she's jumping from cliff to cliff that was those were big jumps see when i was watching that part i was kind of like it looked and i know it's a weird thing to say for such a quick thing that we saw mm-hmm. it looked clunky like just the way like she, and i think it was supposed to like she kind of like skips forward when she jumps mm-hmm. she and, has momentum yeah and it just really threw me off so i didn't think that part looked great but just like the tone of the world seemed cool and uh i've talked about him before uh 
the host of Animal Talking, mm-hmm. uh, Gary Witta is actually one of the lead writers on this. And oh, cool! I really enjoy a lot of his work, so I'm excited. Yeah, I I was really pumped for this. Again, the world looks really good. The Unreal Engine look of it <laughs> excited me. I liked that she had some weight to her. It looked like and the kind of adult fantasy, but still that bright fantasy, like almost kids fantasy kind of mixture. I thought it looked really good. We do have to wait for some more gameplay because it was really quick. But it's interesting that that's way high on my list. And another game that was very similar to this is way low on my list. Which one was that? We'll get to it, Dave, because apparently it's higher on your list than Athia. Really? Unless you forgot about this game completely. I may have. (laughs) Because the game that I thought, is that the game that's at the bottom of your list? Because I'm pretty... Kena or Kenna? Do you have that on your list at all? That's two away. Okay. We'll get to it then. (laughs) So I thought the next one was going to be the lowest on your list. And I'm actually not it sure. It could how. be low. Ken is not the lowest on my list, but it's pretty low. I am so freaking hyped for this next game, and I know I shouldn't be. I know it's just going to be kind of. I don't know. I'm not even going to say anything bad about it because I'm really excited for it. Uh, goodbye, Volcano High. Oh, yes. This is my lowest. This is my number. This is my last. Oh, it looks so good, Mike. It looks terrible. I, the dialogue was god awful. No, it wasn't. The dialogue is delivered like you're just dis- disaffected youth. I'm so sick of that disaffected emo kind of story. And this graduating from high school, like it's the biggest steal of your life. Goodbye, Volcano High. I can't do this anymore. I can't do that. I can't listen to that for more than the 30 second trailer. You're a broken I think person. The dinosaur You're a people broken person. No, I am not a broken person and I'm sick of broken people. Oh my God. I just, I hated it. I hated it. And Elise even scoffed when she heard the girl talk. It just looks and sounds terrible. She's, well, one, <laughs> she's a dinosaur. And you will respect her. Oh my God. This anthropomorphic weird looking dinosaur. I think they look so cool. I think Volcano High used to be like an MTV show, didn't it? Oh, man, it should stay that way from 1995 and never come back to the year 2021. Oh, it, it, it is an MTV no, show? No, I don't know. I didn't look into it because this was the worst. I just, it looked every when it was happening. I'm like, this is so familiar to me because <laughs> <laughs> it's every other emo. No, no, story. like uh. the art art style and stuff. Mm, um, mm. Why are you excited for it, Dave? Well, one, I'm assuming that it's just like a, I know it's kind of like a disparaging term, but it, I'm guessing it's kind of like a, a walking sim. Well, I imagine right? it's like a visual novel. Yeah. Yeah. A visual I novel. mean, if it's not, and that's a 3D world that I'm looking at, I still think it looks awful, <laughs> but goddamn those graphics. And, you know, I can't think of, you're saying that you were scoffing at the the dialogue, everything. The dialogue and but the voice acting. Oh I can't God. think of the, what the lines were now, but when they were saying it, I'm like, yeah, this is like super overtly indie movie. <laughs> I get that. But what she was saying, I'm like, yeah, I feel you, girl. <laughs> um, and it's it's high, dinosaurs in high school. Like, I'm into that. You know what? I want to see dinosaurs in high school. The show TV show Dinosaurs and I, Earl's son went to high school. If you're telling me that you would rather watch <laughs> ABC's Dinosaurs than play this game, then you are a broken person. I would absolutely rather watch ABC's Dinosaurs. A hundred million people would rather watch ABC's Dinosaurs than this. When's the last time you watched ABC's Dinosaurs? A few years ago, because at least had never seen it, so we rewatched a couple episodes. 
and you said, oh, wow, this is trash, right? No, I said it was still funny. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. No, seriously, get out of here. <laughs> I love dinosaurs back in the day. Uh, I've wa- rewatched it recently. It's a bad show, Mike. <laughs> it's a really bad show. You think Goodbye Volcano High looks good. I can't trust your judgment. It does. Oh, this game looks awful. This is a very contentious game. <laughs> We yeah, need to move on to a different game. We're spending way too long in this game. <sighs> Say your last notes about it. I mean, my only note on it is, honestly, I'm pretty hype. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I've conveyed that well. <laughs> but you do know me. You did know that was going to be low on my list. This yeah. is, that, is number, that is the last on my list. Uh, next up, I have uh, Kenna. You said you're not excited for this one? I It's nothing against Kenna, but you know what Kenna looks like to me? A remember, rare game? <laughs> yeah, you remember Cameo? Uh, Cameo is exactly the game I was thinking when I said rare game. Yeah. It looks like, hey, we need to put something out on the PlayStation 5 to show off its graphics that also kids can play. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Knack was for PlayStation 4. And Knack sucks. And it's like, and Cameo's not the worst, but it's also it's just generic. And I was like, all right. I really liked Cameo. So I'm not with you there. But maybe that's why I think this game looks cool. Even though if you're thinking, oh, I've played Cameo, I know what this game looks like. That's not really fair because there's no like transforming into creatures or anything. There's no direct reference. All right. It's it's like it looks like if you made Pikmin in Project Spark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yep. That's that's what it looks like visually. And you have like these little like fuzzy creatures that the it creatures seems, were cute. Seems like you're trying to collect them or something. And also I don't really understand what's going on, but you're you, changing the environment. Yeah, that, I thought that looked really impressive. Exactly. It looks really impressive. But will it play really impressive? Or I don't think it's I do not think so, it looks bad in any shape. So or you form. don't think I this just, game looks good because you're worried that it's not going to meet the expectation it set for you already? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I just think it looks like this one game of those, looks too much fun. I hate. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be bad or good or overly good. I just think it's an OK time. And here it is as the PlayStation 5 release game, like one of those. I only have five games I can pick up. Let's pick up this one. I have nothing against. It's just low on my list of. It's low on my list of excitement, but I don't think it looks like a bad game at all. Okay. But I would rather have Athia, which it's something about it similar to me. Um, that Project Spark environment, maybe. I, maybe I I think they actually look pretty different, but I mean, we'll let the footage speak for itself. <laughs> all right. Next up, I have a feeling we're going to get a little controversial here for my last few. This game, I'm sure, is number one for a lot of people, and I'm still excited for it, but I haven't played the first one yet, is uh, Horizon Forbidden West. What are your thoughts? I love Horizon, the first one. I I think it's great. It's a big open world, but the way the game plays, it's not as ridiculously open as some games where you're just like Red Dead Redemption 2, which I fucking love. That world is too big. Grand Theft Auto 5 is great. The world's kind of too big. Event, event, event Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn. The world was small enough. The graphics were great. The concept was stupid, and yet somehow worked with the the robot animals. Yeah, I'm. Ex- it's I, a silly. It's I'm awesome. still super excited to play Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn because awesome. I love robot dinosaurs. <laughs> robot dinosaurs is cool. It's stupid their concept, but the hunting also in Horizon Zero Dawn is fantastic. It's so fun and arcadey with enough nuance in the terms of the differences in animals that it's just a really great time. And you got a bow and arrow that feels really fantastic when you're shooting it. And Alloy is a great character, a great hero. Aloy. Is it Aloy? It might be. Right. I haven't played it in a while. Aloy. Alloy. I think it's Aloy, but Aloy it's like Alloy. Yeah, better. I don't know they call it Aloy. <laughs> but I think 
I'm I'm very excited for it. I can't say it's number one on my list because what makes it better or different in terms of the game. But I I'm I'm pumped. I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, it definitely. The, when I saw the trailer, I'm like, okay, this looks like more Horizon, which I haven't played the first one either. Like I said, mm-hmm. um, but conceptually, it looks really awesome. I am there are a lot of like uh, biological animals in this trailer, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that don't tell me anything about the first one. I don't know if that's something that happens. Well, you don't want me to tell you, so I'm just looking yeah. at you now. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes me curious. It makes me think I might have missed something in the first game that I have to get. I have to get through it quick. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm gonna try to play through Horizons when I get a chance. I mean, we have we have kind of a busy period coming up between Last of Us and then Ghost of Tsushima. So it's probably but gonna it, be I might time. I might not get it get to it until like late August, based yeah, on I was what we say, got. August we could probably maybe do as a post game, leading up to like Cyberpunk. August is such a dead kind of time for us. We could probably throw it in, and there's a lot of documentaries about this. We could probably find some fun facts. Cool. I mean, I was just expecting to play it. Um, but you can, you can also just play it. After I beat last... I was going to try to start playing it while after I beat Last of Us, because I assume I'll get through that before you. Probably. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, oh, is it a race? No, it's not a race. Come I, on, I, I want to enjoy it. Make it a race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Horizon, I'm excited for. But it looks like you go underwater. I don't know if you go under the, under, underwater in the first one. I don't remember, to be but honest. I don't want to. So boo water. <laughs> <laughs> Next up. Number five on my list. Again, this is ca- the first time you've named numbers because we're in top five. We're into the top five, baby. One, oh, two, damn. three, four, five. Yeah, top five, baby. Uh, Spider Man, Miles Morales. You're probably more excited for it than I am. Uh, I was kind of excited for it. And then it's an expansion on the first game and almost maybe more excited for it. So yeah, I'm I'm like either way I'm excited for it, but in different way and for different reasons. So I you watched the conference before I did, and you the first thing you did was text me about this game. I was like, stop it. <laughs> then you say, yeah, stop. Uh, because I wanted to see it all for myself as it happened. But after you said it, I'm like, well, I don't even really care because like I know it's not gonna be coming out till like 2022. And then when I was watching the conference and it said 2020, I was like, nah, <laughs> like, <laughs> something's wrong here because 2018 was the last Spider-Man, right? So it was just Correct. two yeah, years. There's two no point. way they yeah. remade a whole game. So I'm, I'm guessing it has to be like a, a Lost Legacies or a Second Light, I think the infamous one was. Right, this is an expansion on the original Spider-Man. It's upgraded graphics and stuff that they're... So you're basically, it's going to be re-released for PS5. I don't think that's... Miles Morales is going to essentially be an expansion to this game. Has that been made extremely clear because it sounds like there's a lot of confusion about that i think it's been made clear when did you hear about how clear it was the day after the conference yeah (laughs) so it's not clear there was one comment from some guy from like (laughs) playstation europe somewhere over Mm -hmm. there uh that made it sound like this was going to be like almost dlc on top of spider-man 5 Mm -hmm. for ps5 it doesn't sound like it's going to be like that they later corrected with the tweet saying it's standalone. So it's probably more like lost legacy where it's just the miles Morales. Oh no, that's stuff. what I got. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah, Like that. But what I, we've seen like all the leaked footage of Spider-Man running on PS five and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, it, it should be Spider-Man with this huge chunk of bonus content. If I, so, if I have to buy both separately, I'm going to be pissed. I mean, they haven't even said that yeah. Spider-Man was coming to PS five. We just have seen leaked footage of the original game. All right. This is the part that I'm a little on the fence about. While I love Miles Morales as a character, and there was a period of time when you and I started buying comics again, because like 
they suddenly like restart or got really interesting. And he was one of the things that got really interesting about it. They made such an interesting Peter Parker as well that I didn't want to see that story end. So I kind of really like that if it's true that they're going to continue Peter Parker's story and have a Miles Morales game because I'll buy every Spider-Man game you put out. You put out a Spider-Man game every year in a virtual New York, even though I'm tired of New York. I just love Spider-Man. I'll buy (laughs) both of those. Part Peter Parker this year, Miles next year. Yeah, I'm I'm about halfway through the original Spider-Man, or not the original, but you know the PS5 2018 Spider-Man or PS4 Spider-Man. Their Miles is also kind of interesting as well. The way they did, like how they did Peter Miles, is a very different character from the comic as well. I think uh, of, he's a much more mature guy in I the feel. game I'm playing right now, um, or was playing before I kind of dropped off. Yeah, yeah, I thought they did a good job with Miles. I'm curious to see where the story goes. I'm I won't talk about specifics here. Mm-hmm. But I like where everything's going and I, I want to see where it leads. Mm-hmm. I kind of stopped because the city changed pretty. Tr- Did you beat it? No, I'm, I'm further along than you, but I have not beat it yet. Yeah, this about what I'm guessing is three quarters of the way through the game. The city changes pretty drastically and it became less fun to swing around and I dropped off. I'm sure if I just like power through it, it'll clear back up. <laughs> but uh, you get powerful enough where it doesn't fucking bother you anymore. You're just like, fuck these guys. It's still going to bother me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited for that one. Yep. Next Agreed. up, number four. Again, probably lower on my list than it should be, according to you. Ratchet and Clank rifts apart. I don't give a shit about Ratchet and Clank. Wow. But this game does look really fun. It okay. is because I just never really got into Ratchet and Clank. You haven't played one? Okay, I've never played one either. I've played a demo of one. When PS4, there's one for PS4, right? I think when PS4 was first coming yeah. out, they had a demo for it, and it was really cool. But I just really never got to be into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's two PlayStation franchises that I've literally never touched, at least two that I could think of. And I think it's because both of them launched like right as we were entering high school, and they were kind of more on the kitty side of it. So I was yeah. too, I was too cool for them at the side <laughs> at the time. But that'd be Ratchet and Clank and uh, Sly Cooper. I've never played either of them. I've never played a Sly Cooper game, though. I, I don't know why I missed out on them. I'm guessing it's the reason I just told you. But Oh, yeah. But since then, I've always wanted to, and I've just never circled back to them. Yeah. I they, think it, the I think writing was apparently really good in them. They, they apparently play like you're playing through a movie, like a family-friendly kids-like action-adventure movie, but it, it's, it's kind of like you're playing through that, mm-hmm. which is really interesting to me. Like Ratchet and Clank is uh, Insomniac, right? Yep. Yeah. And I mean, obviously they make Spider-Man, which is fantastic. They made Sunset Overdrive, which I you love, love more Sunset, than anything. Yep. Uh, I think the graphics in this look good. I like their banter. Their banter is really good. The graphics are really cool. If I, I, I don't know if I was really a big fan of them jumping off the cliff and then that broken pane of glass universe change. It was cool the first time, but when I saw it as a gameplay mechanic, it kind of looked like it just copy paste insert here kind of a thing. I like the concept. I think the concept's kind of cool. I don't, I can't think of like the specific thing that you're talking about. I, I mean, I, again, I watched the, the thing twice. Mm-hmm. I just have a bad memory, <laughs> but as I was watching it, I remember how I was feeling and I just thought everything looked super, super impressive. I mean, it was graphically like the most impressive thing I saw um, from the entire conference. And I'm just like, gameplay wise, I just, just want to play this <laughs> gameplay wise. You're probably right because it definitely, was the thing that showed the most gameplay, which I liked. Yeah, and then all like, the, hey, let's the game speaks for itself in that that picture. Yeah, and then there was like a heavy combat sequence, and you see like all like the like the target lines and like the area of effect circles and like 
you actually see the game, which is cool. I was like, wow, this looks <laughs> this looks like a lot. <laughs> I'm ready for this. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for that one. Cool, 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 cool. What do you think number three is gonna be? Uh, number three bug for you. Snacks. Is it bugs? That's right. Okay, bug snacks. Bug snacks. <laughs> really banking on that bug snacks. Bug snacks. <laughs> Talking about bug snacks. <laughs> bug snacks. How do you feel about bug snacks, Mike? It looks like Viva Pinata in terms of I don't think there's a a point to the game other than have fun. You which mean is fine. Other than rescue one hundred different snack creatures and then turn into the snack creatures as you go. <laughs> yeah, I know there's a hundred different creatures. Pretty stoked about that. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain this game. You're like a little monster dude. And if you eat snacks, your body parts turn into snacks. <laughs> There's cheeseburger creatures and a millipede. That's actually a subway sandwich. Yep. I loved him. I love the guy with the weenie hands. I'm just, I'm just so on board. The entire game. Have you ever listened to like, I think his name is Perry grip on Spotify. No. So he does fun, stupid songs. Some of them are super catchy, like taco cat nachos. Uh, cheesy nachos. He just does songs about food or about food creatures. What is and, Taco Cat? A palindrome? <laughs> oh, it is a, a palindrome, but also it's just a really funny song about a cat made of tacos. Okay. And it feels like whoever made Bug, Bug Snacks was listening to his songs all night and in a feverish nightmare wrote out this game. It was like, I got a game. And then the song in the game is like a Paragrip song. It might actually be Paragrip. I should look that up. Make it happen. I mean, um, this game looks fantastic in, in a really awful stupid kind of way yeah it looks dumb <laughs> it looks dumb as hell it, it looks like if you took me and you and you sat us down in the room and said all right just come up with some weird you shit got five minutes <laughs> and it would just be like okay so you're on this island and there's a bunch of creatures that are made of food and when you eat them you become the food <laughs> um but yeah it had like this viva pinata vibe there was like a spore vibe <laughs> oh yeah uh, it just looks bizarre. I'm super excited for it. And it's got the catchy song in the fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> Bug snacks. But yeah. I've I've actually ended up tricking myself because now I just kind of keep wanting to sing Love Shack, which I was doing earlier with Bug, Bug snacks. snacks is the words. <laughs> Next up, we have two left. Oof, big moments. One of them, one of them is is way up there with me. If you, unless you forgot that it exists, which I don't think. You no, did. no, the one, the one that you're most excited for, or not, the the one that you're thinking of is my number one. Nice. Okay. Next up is Godfall, which I'm sure is middle of the pack for you. Yeah, if I don't, not low. It, but. it it looks good, but is is it a MOBA? I don't think so. 
what is Godfall? People talk about it a lot. I, I, I hear a lot of people are excited about it, but. Oh, is, is, do we know more about Godfall than what we just saw? Is Godfall already a game? I know a lot of people are excited for it. I think it looks like really, really awesome. It looks like when I saw it, I was thinking like Vanquish meets Diablo meets like Monster Hunter. Like I was all over the place on what I was witnessing. <laughs> but all I know is like, I want to play it. <laughs> Just, I want to press the buttons. <laughs> yeah, it it's all over the place for me. I, I was like, what even is this game? It's got such a weird style that wasn't really vibing with me. So the game is set in a high fantasy setting split into the realms of earth, water, air, fire, and spirit, where players take the role of one of the last exalted knights in order, order to, pre- I can't even talk, to prevent a major apocalyptic event. The player has three primary character classes to select from based on based which of their armor sets. Wait, what? Just call it. This person is bad at writing. This isn't me. <laughs> this, isn't me. this is Wikipedia. <laughs> Everything uh, you were saying was making me even less excited. You, I went from middle of the road on Godfall, and every sentence you said got it lower and lower. <laughs> Look, at all all you need to know is looter shooter and action RPG. Those are that's all I need. What kind of looter shooter really drops it down to? Oh, a big looter shooter guy. Um, actually, this is a looter slasher though, because it is more melee based. Then I do like slashing. <laughs> <laughs> I do like slashing. I don't know. I wasn't as hyped for this game, but I'm glad you are. I figured you'd run it. You'd like this game. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, our number one game or my number one game. And by default, your number one game. Bug Snacks <laughs> again. Uh, Deathloop. Absolutely Deathloop. So when this was announced with Bethesda last year, Mm -hmm. I was just like, so in love with the vibe of the game. Actually, actually after seeing it, I'm less excited than I was, but Deathloop was my game of E3 and then even show us any of it last year. Like I, it was just that awesome trailer. It just looked so good that I wanted, I wanted to know more. So now that we've actually seen it, we can see that it's like it's kind of like dishonored, but with like a weird art style. Um, yep. I love yep. <laughs> I love dishonored. I I don't I'm not really vibing with the art, but I am vibing with the aesthetic. Like I like that like 70s grindhouse kind of vibe that they're trying to catch. I like the vibe. I like the idea of the Groundhog Day aspect to this mm-hmm. in that just get good every time you re-wake up. And I think that's really cool. And I think the main character sounds cool. I like his, like you said, that 70s grindhouse, but I also like his narration. And I like the the girl that's hunting him. Saw, I thought she was going to be the main person he's hunting, but I guess she's just someone who's hunting him down to stop the actual lady he's after, which the trailer kind of confused for me. But I like her her dialogue as well. Like, it's not that I like killing you. Or no, it's not that I like that you die, but I do, but I really do like killing you. Yeah, I, I don't like watching you die, but I do like killing yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's really cool. I just, it's that get good kind of look to the Groundhog Day aspect that I really like, mm-hmm. which is kind of Dark Soulsy in a way, I think. Or or Sekiro or Sekiro. I can't say it. I don't know. I can't say it. Sekiro. Is it just Sekiro? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sekiro. <laughs> 
Fuck you. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I'm very excited for this one. Even even though my hype did die down a little bit, it was so high to begin with that it didn't go down too far. And I just want to play it. I just want to play it and see what's up. I like the idea of the weapons being kind of like the nail gun that you kind of put in, like made weapons. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool too. The movement seems kind of slick, like almost like a parkour, like a first person parkour as well. Yeah, I just, I just wish I liked the art style a little bit more. Um, it almost felt like maybe like Bioshock Infinite or something. It just seemed kind of like dated in a weird way. Yeah, what I got was kind of a slightly more realistic. We happy few. I haven't messed with that one, so I don't know. I've only played a little bit, but yeah, but like I, it's slightly cartoony, a little off, which was not what the trailer was that first announced. A little off is yeah. the is the right phrasing. <laughs> the trailer was very realistic in terms of design and, and character design and stuff like that. But you know, the game itself still looks really, really cool. If I wasn't so surprised by how much I dug the art style and little devil inside, Deathloop would have been my number one still. Fair enough. And that's everything I have, unless I missed any. I don't think you did. Jet is the twenty. Jet is the only one not on my list. Um, Jet, I I am, but I don't remember anything about it, so we don't have to talk. About it. <laughs> Jet, something that I kind of been interested in because it's almost like a grown up spore because it looks like you do start out as a Mike. If we talk about it last, it becomes the number one game, and I don't want oh, it to. That's be. Fine, okay. I can always move it toward the middle. <laughs> it seems like a lot of work. <laughs> that's fine. We don't have to talk about that. No, I'm, I was joking. Hey. Go ahead. Just it just looks like a grown up spore. Like it looks like you're starting off with you know farmer people, and then you move up to building a society that gets the space race and rockets, build satellites, and then a space station to get them off of their planet, which I guess is dying. Is the impression I got from the trailer and the little blurbs of words they put in there? I believe you. I don't remember it. <laughs> the aesthetic looks like the aesthetic is so strange and abstract. It looks like it'll either make the game or completely ruin the game. Yeah, I just know. I was- <laughs> I was watching the conference and I was like, no, I'm going to pick up Minecraft Dungeons for a few seconds here. And then next thing you know, the trailer was over. <laughs> All right. And then lastly, I guess let's talk about like the actual PlayStation and stuff. Oh, my God. Right. Like, they like showed it. I didn't think they were going to do it. So what do you think? It's going to look really stupid on its side, but I'm not standing that shit up. But I think standing up, it looks dope. Lying down. Fuck that thing. Yeah, I mean, it's become a meme very quickly. It's a Dubai tower. It's a tower in Dubai. <laughs> well, I liked like the like the Wayne Tower meme I saw. <laughs> I liked the one where it was an air purifier. <laughs> I liked where it was a helmet of a Destiny character. <laughs> there were a lot of really good ones. It's it's a little funky looking, but I I think it looks cool. But I don't really don't care what it looks like. What do you think about the digital edition? I think it's dope. I, you and I are pretty much digital only. I still have a lot of Blu-rays that I play. I know you're not about the Blu-ray life anymore. Not about But I like my special editions. I really like special features. Catch me on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> but the Xbox Series X will have a Blu-ray player, so I'm going to get the digital edition of one of them, and it'll probably be the digital edition PlayStation because they actually announced that. There's a rumored digital edition Series X, but they haven't actually yeah, announced like it. Lockhart yet. thing. Yeah. Assuming that's what it is. Who knows? But um, no, I dig it. It's the future. It's the future. So we didn't get pricing. What do you what do you think for pricing? 
Well, I know there's a lot of rumors that the solid state drive that they use in PlayStation is really expensive, the particular brand and the parts and stuff. But you've also got to compete with the market. I would say I can see there being a $600 version, but I would say $500. That's just kind of like the standard. And you, you sometimes you take a system at a loss to sell more games. Well, they, I feel like they used to sell systems at a loss, right? They did. They like Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, I'm pretty sure, were a loss for a while. I'm not, I don't know. And then it became cheaper to manufacture and just selling through selling games and stuff. They made more. I feel like with the, uh, Xbox One and PS4, I thought they weren't sold at a loss. I thought they were priced. No, those new ones, I think they were because they were more money. More money. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, even I don't, I actually don't know offhand. So, um, <laughs> I'm I'm very curious what they're going to go on pricing. I, I what are you thinking? So if the only difference between the two consoles is the the I'm talking about between the PS5 digital. and the digital. Okay. If the only difference is the disc drive, that can't save a ton of money, right? Like, but then what's the point of getting the disc, having the digital version to begin with? I can see a hundred dollar difference. Do you think it would be less than a hundred dollars? I think the cost of manufacturing is less than a hundred dollars for sure between the mm-hmm. two, but I think you'd have to go even bigger on the price difference. Really? I don't like, I'm just thinking like for me specifically, if you told me that the digital one was 500 and the, uh, disc one mm-hmm. was 600. Yeah. hundred dollars is a lot of money. I feel like I might still go for the $600 one just to have it. Because yeah, it's only hundred bucks at that point when you're spending that. I don't much even. Money. I don't even want to say it's only hundred bucks because that's a lot of money to me, to you, to anyone. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's still. I feel like it has to be something like. Also, I think six hundred is like a really tough price point to get someone to buy into. I think six hundred. When I said six hundred, I, I meant six hundred would be an edition that maybe came with the headphones or a second controller, like the day one edition Xbox. No, I. <sighs> you just think six hundred is the price. I think they want to do 600. I, but what I would like to see, and I think it's still, it's still such like a big price point to put in front of you. Um, I think we're going to see like 400 and we're going to see 550. Those are, those are my guesses. Those are what I'm going to put down for uh, 400 my predictions. Really low for a discless, but I mean, to get people in the door, door. Well, you have to remember if they, if you're buying discless, it's not just that it's cheaper to manufacture 100% of game sales on a digital console are coming right to PlayStation that, you know, that you're cutting out retailers completely. So, I mean, they're going to make money in the long run off game sales on a digital console, right? Uh, Not digital, but a digital only. I believe you'd have to be right, David. Then also don't sell me the same $60 game on the digital market that you do. Hey, we have to offset (laughs) costs, (laughs) but I mean, I would love to see that because that, because I'm picking up both. So, yeah, I definitely like to lower that amount. I still don't know if I'm going to buy both off the bat. It's really up in the air right now. So I don't know if I'm going to go for the PS5 or the Xbox One X first. We'll see what uh, Xbox brings to the table. Do you think they're it's waiting p- to announce the price because they're waiting to see who shoots first? Oh, it's 100% <laughs> a game of chicken between the two of them. Do you think they all have ads that already have all the prices marked up and it's like the uh, Super Bowl winners? It's like, release that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very, very possible. But yeah, so I'm I'm still not even sure what console I'm going to go to first. Like, I thought PS5 had a really strong showing here. I agree. They're, the third party showing that Xbox launched with was a little sparse in terms of I awesome think for, content. For holiday 2020, though, 
I think it's only Bug Snacks and Spider Man. That's the other thing is a lot of these <laughs> games just list as coming soon or 2021. Yeah, I think just Spider Man and Bug Snacks were, and maybe Godfall as well. Um, Godfall is announced as a winter a holiday 2020 release. Okay. So, um, so yeah, we've only got two or three that I'm aware of there. Uh, so, and I know NBA 2K is 2020 so fall. Course, yeah, of course. Um, uh, Jet is also 2020. I've got release dates. Yeah, that's it, though. Everything else is 2021 or TBA. So I'm, I'm into that. And like right now, I'm leaning towards going PS5 first just because I've already got the Xbox One X and I'm running up. My two current consoles are an Xbox One X, the top of the line Xbox One, mm-hmm. and then just the base PS4. So it makes sense to upgrade from my lowest, my weakest console first, probably, especially if the Xbox One exclusives are still going to run on my Xbox One X. Yeah, for the next two years. That's the problem that I get why Xbox did it, but it also is stupid why Xbox did it. Yeah, especially because I'm someone who's always been Xbox first um, since the original Xbox, you know, launched. The other thing, and here's this is a big one for me about the PlayStation 5 day announced that the UI is going to get upgraded. Call it a complete upgrade to the UI. Good, because it's terrible right now. That's one of my main things about why I don't like the PlayStation 4 over the Xbox right now is. The controller, I know you're not a huge fan of this new controller. I think this new controller... Well, I, I can't comment on the new controller because I haven't... Oh, I meant like... It. the play, I'm sorry, the PlayStation 4 controller. Yeah, that's not new, Mike. It's that's new compared to the other three controllers that can be hot for it. The PlayStation 4 controller is such an upgrade from the older ones that I actually don't hate it as like I hated every other PlayStation controller. But the UI was just garbage. But if they're going to redo that, then what does Xbox have that, other than my loyalty and all my other game saves for the most part, those exclusives that PlayStation has, which is an issue that the whole time came, Xbox has not been working to try to fix that. A Game Pass is fantastic, and I love the UI and the or architecture, but I think I have to really bring it home here at the uh, conference I got coming up. In, unless it's like a massive difference in price. In, unless the Xbox is cheaper, I have to imagine I'm going to go PS5 first. The only um, thing that really right now is appetizing me in terms of the Xbox is the monthly payment plan you can do on the Ultimate Gamers Pass, which I'm on. See what that payment plans are like. That'd be cool. And the That's Xbox true. Series X is the more powerful system, but it doesn't seem like they're like touting that. Like Microsoft is like, this is way more powerful than the PS5. It's like, That's great. But if all of your games run on an Xbox One X, then you're not using that power. So it doesn't matter. Well, you also it's remember- like I have a four thousand dollar computer. Yeah, but you're playing Pac-Man. Every every game we've seen so far, though, like all the ones that announced that Microsoft already announced right. in their third party conference, those were all games that were coming to Xbox One, the current console, the current one, anyway. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we're going to release them on Xbox One X True, as yeah. well. One uh, X Series. I fucking hate the names. <laughs> uh, so I don't think we've really seen Microsoft's, you know, console at full power yet so hopefully we get to see you know games designed for the xbox one x I'm series ex- i'm excited to see that hopefully i fucking hate this console <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting the ps5 because i don't ever want to say xbox one series, series x, x. Every- <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm excited to see what they bring but right now i'm probably leaning towards ps5 as my first pickup but you bring up the the payment plan that they can do is actually interesting because maybe i'll end up getting both if i can pay 20 bucks a month for couple years (laughs) yeah i mean if i can pay them off and i'd pay it off in chunks but i like that idea but if the discless version of playstation is 
a decent amount cheaper, I'll just do it in bulk and just be like, oh, here's all my money. Um, last thing that I wanted to touch on, they showed all the accessories and stuff mm-hmm. with at the PS5 at the end. Now, I know it's not new, but I was really surprised that they didn't show uh, PSVR in the lineup there. Like when they were just like sh- showcasing all the accessories. Mm-hmm. Does that seem strange to you? Yes, because I hear I've heard that they're going to really do a lot of VR stuff with the new PlayStation 5, but it it's not in terms of the fact that they're not recreating the PlayStation, the VR. The VR is basically the VR that you have now. Sure, and but the it, PlayStation can make that more powerful if the PlayStation was more powerful. It's it's just strange to me because the aesthetic of the entire line fits is in with based the VR. around PSVR or you know, it, it seems like it's a part of the same line. So you think they would show it there like just cuz it looks like it's a part of that family but then they're showing the hd camera which i thought was they didn't show anything about the hd camera but they just show like a, a camera sitting there right <laughs> why not the psvr helmet <laughs> you do need that camera for the psvr helmet um so i was i was surprised that it wasn't featured in that little like scroll that they did yeah i don't think that they're gonna abandon it but no i think they got plans for it. i mean vr is kind of starting to finally get some good stuff so yeah oh that's pretty much everything i have what do you got anything else that's all i got so join us next week guys for our post game presented by two players on minecraft dungeons that was rough but i liked it (laughs) (laughs) yep so next week we're going to do minecraft dungeons um and it should be fun so thanks for listening guys once again i'm mike that's dave Keep on gaming.